Welcome back to Chew the Clock, a podcast brought to you by Viewpoints. I'm Peter Gibbs, and this episode was recorded on November 23rd. It's the Thanksgiving break for Riverside City College, and I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. This episode will be brief, as all I have for you is an update on RCC Sports, a look at professional sports, and an update on the World Cup. With that, let's get on with the show. with a look at how the men's and women's basketball teams did this past week. The men are still playing great basketball and are now 6-1. They did lose their first game of the season on November 22nd against San Bernardino Valley, but besides that, it's been a really good start to the year for the men's team. Here are some stats for the season so far. The team is averaging about 74 points per game. They're shooting 45% from the field, and their three-point percentage is 32 and a half. Free throws are a work in progress still at 72 and a half percent, but the team is averaging 40 rebounds per game, which is really good. It means that defensively, they're holding opponents to not the best shooting percentage. And then for assists, that's something that I think could be worked on a little bit more as it's sitting at 10.9 assists per game. Really, it's been a great year. Uh, If I look at a few more in-depth stats, they've got 18 and a half turnovers per game. So that's something that definitely needs to be cleaned up as the rest of the season goes on. But the team is the team is having opponents field goal percentage at 37% and opponents three point percentage is less than 30%. So it's been really good so far for the team. I would look into the rest of the season being a good one for the men's team. They do have a long break in between games. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects the season, but RCC will return to action on December 7th. Next up is women's basketball, and the team is still putting together a solid season. After going 1-1 one one last week, Tigers are now 5-2 on the season. Here are a few of their stats at the moment. The team is currently averaging 72 points per game, shooting 41% from the field, but the three-point percentage is a little down. It's at about 25% right now. Free throws are at 65%, so that is something that definitely needs a lot of work. But I will say they're averaging 50 rebounds a game and 18 assists a game. So shooting still needs some work, but everything else is really good right now for the women's basketball team. Turnovers per game is sitting at around 23, so can clean that up a little bit. But defensively, the team is holding opponents to about 63 points a game. And opponents are shooting 35% from the field. 
and 25% from three. We'll see how the rest of the year goes. Uh, right now, RCC will have the break for the rest of Thanksgiving, but they will have four games next week. There's going to be a home game November 29th. That is against Southwestern at 6 p.m. And then there will be three games that are part of the Santa Ana tournament later next week. Now I have to give my final update on how the women's volleyball season ended. The Tigers unfortunately lost the last game of the season and finished the year with a record of 7-17. RCC did not make the playoffs, sadly, and that means that fans will have to wait until next year to see if things will be a little better. I do want to give an MVP award, though. It's going to have to be Maggie Aberto. She led the team in points this year. She had an amazing season. MVP Maggie Aberto for women's volleyball. Now, here's the cross-country update. This one should be fun. For the state championship, the men's team finished in third place. Yes, third place. Men's team took home the bronze, as you might want to say. It was a great performance from the entire squad, but as always, they were once again led by Gavin Condit, who finished in seventh place with a time of 20 minutes and 23 seconds. As for the women's team, it was a respectable eighth place for the Tigers in a year which had multiple first-year runners leading the team. One of the few sophomores, Alani Huntley, was the lead runner for RCC as she finished with a time of 18 minutes and 38 seconds, which was good enough for sixth place. It was a great year for both teams, and it should be fun in the spring when track season begins because most of these runners from cross country will be back to take part in track. My last bit of RCC sports is going to be football. A uh, quick update is RCC will have its first playoff game against Ventura on November 26th, and that game will be played at San Bernardino Valley College. So earlier this season, it had always been home games at Ramona College or Ramona High School, but this time it's going to be at San Bernardino Valley College. That game begins at 2 p.m. Let's move on now to local sports outside of RCC. First off, I have the Victory Bell football game between UCLA and USC. It was a thrilling matchup between the two rivals. But in the end, it was the Trojans who came away with the victory as the final score for that game was 48 to 45. Really high scoring. If you were someone who bet the over-under on points, you probably should have taken the over because it was blown away. A combined 93 points between the two in a football game. That's pretty impressive. It's a fun game to watch as a neutral fan. 
The college football committee did reward both teams for their play. USC ended up jumping to the number six team in the country, while UCLA, with the loss, only fell to the number 18 spot. Moving on now to the National Football League, both the Chargers and Rams unfortunately lost. The Rams traveled to New Orleans to play the Saints, but that game was really just... It was over with when Matthew Stafford went out with a concussion, although today it's been updated that's more of a neck injury, but for precautionary reasons, he was taken out, and the backup quarterback came in and really couldn't do anything for the Rams. So that was a loss. As for the Chargers, though, they actually played a really good game with the Chiefs. They hosted them on Sunday Night Football and had the lead with less than two minutes to play. However, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs is just too good of a quarterback, and he led his team down the field to win the game. Next up, I have a few basketball updates. In the world of college basketball, UCLA had a tough week and fell to the number 18 spot in the AP poll. While USC was not actually considered for the top 25 as well, but I do want to say that the surprising team is San Diego State, who's currently ranked as the number 17 team in the country. As for the National Basketball Association, the Clippers had a good week and improved to a record of 11-7. and The Western Conference, though, has been ultra-competitive, and the Clippers at the moment are the fourth seed in the West, but they're less than a game from the first seed, and also less than a game from, like, the tenth seed. So the West is just kind of clumped together, so we'll see how the Clippers do the rest of the year. For my Lakers fans out there, though, things are kind of looking up just slightly as the team has improved to 5-11 and 11 on the year. Anthony Davis, though, is playing like his old self from when he was in New Orleans, and he's really propelled the team. He had a three-game winning streak before losing November 22nd, so it'll be interesting to see how the team does when LeBron James comes back from injury. And now, for some hockey. Ducks fans, I am very sorry. Your team is now 5-13-1, so five wins, 13 losses, and one overtime loss. And the team is still last in the division. And it, it's just unfortunate. They're unable to get to overtime and really play any type of competitive game. And so team losing in regulation has just really sunk all momentum that they might have had at one point. And I'm sorry, Ducks fans. Meanwhile, though, the Kings are actually playing well and are now 11, 9, and 2. So 11 wins, 9 regulation losses, and 2 overtime losses. What I do find interesting, though, is the team has a negative goal differential even though they're technically one of the top teams in the league in terms of how many wins and overtime losses they've accumulated. So we'll see how that goes for the Kings. 
finally, let's talk about global headlines and my legend of the week. This week, I'm going to give my Chew the Clock Legend of the Week award to Tim Weah of the United States men's team. Weah scored the first goal of the World Cup for the United States against Wales, and it was the first goal for the national team in eight years. For making history, Tim Weah is my Legend of the Week. For that game against Wales, it was an unfortunate draw for the United States, and they were really expecting to at least win against Wales. It would have put the United States in a great position for the rest of the round-robin group stage that the U.S. is in. But now the team has to have a good performance against both England and Iran to advance in the World Cup. November 25th is the England game, so that should be really interesting to see what the United States does. They need a win, or at the very worst, worst case scenario in my situation, or in my opinion, is a close loss. Like one goal, maybe two goals, that's all you can afford against England. Finally, I have a Formula One update. The season came to a close on November 20th in Abu Dhabi. Max Verstappen was victorious once again, but it was actually Charles Leclerc who ended up edging out Sergio Perez in the race. And that means Leclerc was the second best driver this year behind Verstappen. In a heartwarming moment in that race, the retiring Sebastian Vettel finished with points and received a great ovation from the fans for his remarkable career. Formula One now is in its off-season break, and it will be back next spring with the most races ever set to be performed on the schedule. And that's going to do it for this episode of Chew the Clock. Make sure to follow this podcast and to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at RCC Viewpoints. Also, for more breaking news and sports updates, make sure to check out our website at viewpointsonline.org. Enjoy your Thanksgiving and make sure to be safe during Black Friday. This has been Peter Gibbs saying so long for now.